Keep shit 100 Keep shit 100 to Miss Jane about um, just everything, hair, beauty, family. We're going to talk about ups and downs of being in the beauty industry. Of course, we're talk about building a family and how you incorporate your family in your business. We're going to talk about a lot of good stuff. So hang in there. Um, the featured artist for this week is To A Million. So check out his music as well. And yeah, we're going to jump right into it. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
My name is Jane Harris, and I am a wig maker. I've been a wig maker for about 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually love, I enjoy making wigs. It's so much fun. So did, when you um, got into beauty, did you just jump right into wigs, or did you try, like, being a beautician? Beautician, yeah. yeah. I actually didn't go to beauty school. I started doing hair because I needed to fix my hair problem, and I became obsessed with it. It was just so much fun. Um, I actually have a marketing and business degree from AIU. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I really loved marketing. That's my initial, that's what I thought was my passion was marketing. Uh, but I started having hair problems and I just became obsessed with just figuring out what worked for me. I worked on Madison Avenue in New York and I was a store manager. I didn't have a lot of time. Retail's crazy in New right. York. So I needed something that was available and fast. So right. I didn't have that option. So I was like, I'll just make my own way. Couldn't afford the one I really wanted. So I started just playing with YouTube and YouTube saves lives. Yeah, <laughs> I tell them YouTube all the time. Education. YouTube University. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm I'm a beginner on the wig making um, I guess journey. So when I originally started I was a hand sewer. Were you the hand sewer when you first yeah, started? For sure. and then I still am. Certain, certain looks you can only do with with a stitch and there's this look called the Tina Turner that no one you have to make it's almost like a spiritual connection with the wig. You have to make it with your hand. Track Lord. by track and you keep going. It's so much fun. And if any of you out there have made wigs in your entire life or if you're thinking about making them, you know that hand making a wig, it takes time, it takes time. patience. And love. Yes, you have to love it. You be so you would not be loving, you still be upset. You make mistakes. Heck yeah. That is so interesting. So okay. Then you got into it because it was a it was a necessary yeah. need. You yeah. got into it because of that. That's really interesting. So you took that need and it became a passion of love. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And then how did you shift that into now your own, you know, your own big company? I know you said you mentioned your marketing degree, so now you know that kind of really helped out. Yeah, it's helped now. I didn't realize how much of that marketing experience I got from college that I would apply in my business. I, going into the hair business, I said, like, oh, beauty, and you know, I just needed to, to take pictures and you know, edit them and all that, but it's a whole beast of uh, running a business that goes behind that. So fast forward, back then when I started Virgin, I just thought I had to be the most skilled wig maker. I had to put out the best looking styles. Um, but now 10, well, 11 years in, I realized that it's really not, that's like maybe 20% of the work. Mm -hmm. uh, the other 80% is everything else, uh, customer service, right. marketing, um, inventory, finances, like a whole bunch of other factors that I didn't even think about. Right. It wasn't that's... even on my agenda. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, wow. Yes. <laughs> but I'm figuring it out, so yeah. That's awesome. Were there any um, struggles getting into the beauty industry at the beginning? No, I had a full-time job. So okay. I, if, if there were struggles, I, I, it didn't really affect me because I had money coming in for my right. job. I had a great job. I loved it. Which is so smart. I loved my job. I was selling shoes on Madison Avenue. I made commission. I was good. So the hair was, I just got into it as easily as I wanted to. There was no stress. That's why I tell people all the time, if you want to start a business and you have a job, don't quit your job. Yes. Don't quit your job. I don't care how passionate you are about <laughs> it. Because your bills will passionately come every month. And they don't care if you don't no, have anything. No, it doesn't matter. No. No, it's not fair to put that kind of pressure on a new business. You have to have 
But the reason why people quit their regular jobs is, oh, I don't have time to do it, I don't have time. You have time. Mm -hmm. You will sacrifice sleep. You will sacrifice playtime. But that's what you have to do until your new business has enough feet to over, you know, take over your old business. You're preaching to the choir. I tell people that there's 24 hours in the day. Use them yeah. like you. You don't have. You can sleep the full eight if you want to, but you don't have yeah. to. Some people they want to watch Netflix, and I get it because I, I, there are days when I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> but you know, you just have to make the. In the beginning, I made that sacrifice. I just knew the outing that you know I couldn't do barbecue. I mean, I couldn't do a lot of outings because I was like, I have a full time. It was job. a trade. Yeah, fifty hours a week, and I have to put in the time on the weekend and at night. So with that came. I didn't have that kind of fear of not making the money because I had a, I had a job. Right. Um, the key now would be not to let your regular job know because your work because you don't want your work to decline because you now are staying up at night. You have to balance it out. You have to find a balance. Ooh, we're gonna talk on that. Okay, so putting a pin on that because I wanted to go back to something. Um, you may mention well, there's nowadays i feel like becoming an entrepreneur is kind of like popping popcorn everyone kind of wants to do it they're not really sure what it takes and what it involves so when you mentioned the whole 24-hour hustle that's exactly what i build my premise on that 24-hour hustle and then understanding that it's better to have multiple streams of income than to have that one thing because like you said you're gonna take away from your business and you know not give yourself the whole tidbit so when before you got to okay i need to find balance or this is what balance would look like did you have a point of like well i guess no because you already had a job yeah i had a job and i think when i made the transition was when i felt like my regular job was finite i could equate finance like money customer saying i guess that's how do you yeah it's the money okay you know, you know when i would get off work at six and i would that's the only time i would have to check my emails i couldn't check my emails that's another thing you can't Take from one and give the other. other okay. The reason why I had my regular job for 13 years because I gave good work. I was a good worker. Like I came to work on time. I became store manager at a young age because I just worked hard. So I didn't want them to see a difference in the gene that they pay me salary for. That's another thing we, we do is we you get paid 20 bucks a month for a job mm -hmm. to do that job. Right. And do more. Don't ever do less than that because that would just mess up your own work ethics when you go to your own company. Because um, people think they can switch it off. Like work ethic is something you can switch on. It's in your blood. Yeah. You Even when you hang out with friends, there's the same respect for time and, and all of that stuff. So it's really important. So, yeah, you can't switch work ethics off. And you can't, because you don't like a job, not show up on time. That, that's look, that looks like on your personal brand, your character. It does. Because yeah. then how are you going to have the conversation of a pitch following up with, hey, shot with me here or be interested with this. And it's like, but I know what you do in real life. Exactly. <laughs> I have those moments a lot um, here back in Charlotte, just seeing people on social media. Because social media has a horrible depiction of what reality is. Yeah. So seeing someone on social media and seeing it in real life is like, I would love to support you because what I see is awesome, but what I know... <laughs> Uh, it doesn't match. <laughs> it doesn't match. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting. So I, from taking from this, is it's important to have a matching persona, whether it's personal or whether it's your your nine to five that you are working towards, or nine to five that you're working, you know, for someone else. Yeah. Make it all make sense. Yes, it's that's important. Lovely. Um, because again, if you think about how you're what you not doing your job the right way, whether it's five bucks an hour or five hundred dollars an hour. It affects your habit. 
And once you form that habit, it's going to be really hard to break out of it. If you're the type of person that doesn't go over and beyond for a job, a task, you're not doing it for your company. I feel you. you may do it the first few times, but then you're going to go back to what you're known to do, which is have to, you know, have that. Yeah. Because you already, that's your That's what you do. That's your norm now. Yeah. But if I'm used to just achieving higher than I'm expected, staying up late, working on weekends, doing what I have to do, that's in me already. I did it for someone else. I'm definitely going to do it. Do for me. Business. Come on. So it's just a good way to build. I mean, you're doing yourself a favor, um, regardless of whether you work for someone or you work for yourself. Because yeah. you always work for yourself. You never work for someone. It's a 24-hour thing. You're working for, for yourself. yourself. Yeah. And when you have that in you, it, there's no calling out, trying to work late. I wish. I try to have this conversation with my sister all the time. She, uh, please don't kick me in the butt. But she has that struggle. She feels like she can snap into work ethic and what she does at her regular job is just what she does at her regular job. But I'm like, okay, where I was like, no, it's... it's she's not alone. That's something most people... So it's not something that she's... No, I, at some point in my life, I was that way. It took... I, I don't know when it clicked. I think a few books I read, it just clicked. I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm not doing this. It's not about them. It's about, it's about me. me. Like, <laughs> I'm a bad. You know I mean? like, it's not even about you because you're not even, I don't even know if I'm going to be recognized with you in about five months. But I wouldn't recognize by myself. Yeah. My track record, like, I, I, I sit on any panel or I can stay anywhere to say the job I worked, my last job that I worked for 13 years, I can go back anytime. Anytime, like I, I, I know the owner. The owner's like, man, Jamie, we miss you. That's my legacy, and that's good word of mouth too. That's what I want that's good. That's the one. Period. And right <laughs> now, three of my sisters work at my old job. They would have never started working there if it wasn't for the fact that they're like, oh, Jane, okay, good work ethics. And my sisters are killing it at that same job. That's amazing. My same job. In the last, so it's like you, 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 you're as you go along with these jobs that we call just regular jobs. That is your path, and you're going through it, and you're learning from it. Take every position and just milk it and learn from it. You're literally speaking to the choir, because that's why I tell people all the times. I try to find, if I'm going to try a new job, I try to find a job that I haven't done before. I want to learn a new skill. I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again that I'm not learning anything. Even if it's not directly towards you know creative direction, it's still something that I could use at some point. Yeah. So I'm super big on self-talk. I'm super big on experience, so I definitely understand um, I think when I started Blood Talk, well, I started Blood Talk a year ago, but when I started Just Be three years ago, something in my head was like, you have to wake up every day and like live, shit, breathe what you do. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I need to figure out a good balance of like having fun and being normal, I guess, and like having downtime and not being full-fledged business. Yeah. And that's like, I think there's like, there's a happy medium, sure, but right now there's like either you are not focused enough, you don't have the work ethic, or you have too much work ethic. No. So there's like that's I struggle your, with that too. Man, Just my little break, you know. Sometimes I struggle, and I'm not alone. <laughs> no, no one's perfect on that. Like I try really hard. Like it's a daily. Okay, so today what are we gonna do? I'm not gonna be on my phone. I'll check my DMs. I'm gonna the weekend. You know. Okay. Even with Something. me, the conversation with my children, it's a, a daily thing. People are like, well, you think you have it figured out by now? No, I'm still learning. <laughs> don't have it. How? Out. When? Are, when are we ever gonna have it figured out? Never. When the game's constantly changing. When Literally, when you die. That's when you, I, I mean, there are people who are, That's deep. Warren Buffett's still trying to figure it out. And he's one of the smartest people on this earth, in my opinion, based on his business moves and how he has acquired wealth. 
in such short time, I, you're still going to, I think knowing that it's not a destination, it's just a journey, we're going to continue to, because things going to continue to change. Yeah. Once you have it figured out, boom, I have a third child. I'm like, what? And then the game changes over again. It's changed. Oh, he's now three. He's speaking now. It's changed again. It's constantly like, why am I sitting here giving myself a hard time about not knowing, not figuring? I'm not supposed to know. I'm supposed to want to know and keep going. Yeah, I feel that. Self books and you know pep talks and prayers and you know church and and and. So these are some of the tools that help change. I feel you. Figuring it out. I know? get that. I definitely get that. Cause man, going from where I was, I learned at I think maybe six months in that my go-to was a notebook. So I knew if I were to do anything, I have to have a notebook. Big, small, pocket size, doesn't matter. Yeah. I have to have a notebook. I love a notebook. In my car, in my backpack, I have to write things down. I've learned that about myself now. And now I'm learning, okay, you need to give yourself one day. Just one day where you're not email corresponding, where you're not planning something out, where you're not trying to do a show, where you're just not. Because mm-hmm. I am coming to a point where it's like, I don't know, I'm not burnt out, but just kind of just stagnant. Is that weird? Have you yeah, have you ever experienced yes, a point I where have. you just was... Oh, for sure. Flatlined. It happens to me every three months. It okay. happens to me more often than I would like to admit. It just, I get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm not motivated. Like, I, nothing, everything's the same. And when that happens, I just grab a new book. It always helps. It's a quick fix for me. What is Jane reading right now? The E-Myth. Okay. E-Myth. It's uh, by Michael Gerber. Okay. It's E-Myth for entrepreneurs, business owners. Um, Someone told me about it three months ago, and I bought it about a month ago, and I just finished it last week, and I started it over again. Lovely. Yeah, it's like the best book I've read, period. And I was like, oh my God, i got to read it again. So I'm reading it, and I'm reading it with my audience for okay. the first time. Because I've I, seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm like, read a book. Ah, I don't have time. I'm like, I get it. So I'm learning about makeup. And, I'm, and makeup, one thing I don't like about makeup, it takes so much, it takes so much time. To do, I mean, it takes me like 25 minutes to do my eyebrows. The fact that you've mastered lashes, you get a high five for that. I poke myself in the eyes every time I try. Beginning. (laughs) Can't do it. I'm like, if I'm going to invest this valuable time to learn how to do my makeup, which I so desperately need because I don't, I save me money to know how to do my own makeup. Right. um, I'm going to read a book while I'm doing my makeup. So it's like I'm learning because it forces me to read a book and it forces me to do my makeup. It's two perfect things together. So I was, I started reading. I do audiobooks and I'm doing my makeup at the same time. And I posted the first video about it the other day and it did really well. Yeah, it, I it saw felt, that. It like did really well. Like, in in my, your heart. I don't care about numbers. I just like it, I'm like, this is what I've been wanting to do. I'm gonna we're gonna read together and do makeup together. So it's been it's been great. That is beautiful. I love the fact when you said it, it wasn't about the numbers, it wasn't about the likes, it was about how you so felt. Good. It felt so good. I was like, it don't matter how y'all like <laughs> y'all like it, how it's gonna be. And you wait for the next one. Like <laughs> you have to watch it. I love it. But I wanna watch it because what you're so saying Gosh. It's important if you're if Listen you're entrepreneur. To a book. And then who doesn't like watching someone do makeup? I watch it all the time. But we're hearing you know in the background. I'm like, I want to hear something that's about to change the game tomorrow for me. Okay, give me some fruit. Give me some nourishment. Right. And this book does that. And every single chapter, I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I listen? To, you know, it's such a good book. I gotta get it. E-myth. I have to book. get this. Anyone who owns a business, it's so, like it literally takes 
everything that I learned in the last 11 years about being an entrepreneur to like nothing about being an entrepreneur because this book just puts it in perspective especially for one that I've been doing this for 11 years and I'm getting to a place in my life I'm like okay I'm a wig maker but is that what I really want to do in 20 years right is that I me question being a wig maker because that's what I love right but in like wig making is the beginning of who I want to be it was the, it was the beginning end. of the journey. Yeah, yeah. that I started thought it was the end. I really thought it was the end. I'm like, I'm leaving my regular job that I worked for for 13 years. Finally right. got my own business. And I'm finding out that that is just the beginning. That's exciting, is it not? It's amazing. But oh I my didn't goodness. I know that until I read this book. I understand. That's exciting. That's Blew super exciting. Like, I mean, the book pretty much, the premise, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it just pretty much tells you that it's not about everything we're chasing like we're chasing success and this but it's about chasing true happiness and true happiness comes from freedom i did a um that reminds me of this thing i did i did a business webinars um i want to say her name was mariah king or king mariah i believe uh, please don't butcher me however she was saying that some of the things that you need to pinpoint before you start a business is are your actual needs so if you say that you want success We'll dig a little bit deeper. What does success mean to you? Right. And in the process, I realized success does not mean fame. Success means stability. So as long as I'm stable, I'm happy. Right. So then my my shift goes from being successful in that fame to, well, as long as my company is stable and growing, I'm pretty much happy. Yeah. So it's, it's very, very interesting. You have to get, you have to kind of understand your core before you get into anything, but you really need to dig deep and figure out where you want to go. Um, are you a spiritual person by any chance? I am. Okay, awesome. So I say that to say, I had a realization moment too where I was like, okay, this is, I thought this was, was the path and this is what God wanted me to do as a, a creative director because I knew a lot of people and I knew my, my, I guess my secret power was the connectivity. I connect you with a photographer that's really good. I connect, you know, producer with an artist that's really well. Like that, that was my, I was the middleman in a sense. Awesome. Um, so it was cool because a lot of people got to branch out and do great things because of the connectivity that I presented. Um, so I thought that was the purpose of my life. It wasn't until, um, I think it was like my sophomore, my junior year of college, and I had this um, epiphany, so to speak, and God spoke to me. I feel like he really spoke to me directly. He said that this isn't it. What you're doing is not for you. You're not living the life of your own. You're living a life for others. And I was like, wow, how weird is it to live a whole life that's not my own? I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean if I, like, if I die today, like it's not my life that I'm killing? Like, <laughs> what are you saying to me? I really had this like whole life moment. It was crazy. But slowly uh, he presented to me different pathways and different projects and different avenues of income. And I was like, oh, I get it. What you're instilling in me and what you're doing with, you know, Blood Talk or Just Be, I am here to create opportunity. You put me here to create opportunity because the opportunity that I present is not necessarily for me to utilize, but it's always for someone else to generate and continue to use over longevity. So it's it's amazing once you realize that um, what you thought was the beginning was the obvious. I, it was just to, yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. It was not even that. It's like there's so much more. It's like wow. <laughs> God is like the, he is the creator, so he's putting all these ingredients together to make this person. Right? It's amazing what he's like, doing. Oh, this is it. I'm like, oh, it's just an ingredient. Oh. But then the whole, when you get the whole package, how? Just search. 
You know, what are you great at? What brings you joy? What would you do for free? Because I get that a lot. People are like, so what is my purpose? What I still don't know what mine is. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I know I'm moving towards what makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it feels easy. There's no stress about it. Whether I get paid for it, I don't get paid for it. Anyone watches it, nobody recognizes it. It makes me happy. So whatever that is, is what I'm doing lately. And it's teaching. They're not going to find anywhere. Uh, helping people with their small business or big business or middle business or having people be more financially stable by I'm not going to teach you because I'm learning too. But right. I'll tell you what I'm reading that's helping so you can, me on that path so we can learn together. Right. So that's kind of what I enjoy doing. Do I have money? Do I get paid to do it? No, I don't know how to monetize that. However, I know how it makes me feel on the inside. And that pushes me to work harder as a wave maker. And then sometimes that just, that token of appreciation or token of love that you get from not even from it's money, amazing. it's so much more fulfilling. Yeah, it really It can be is. so much more fulfilling, knowing really that you is. just made a difference to somebody. Yeah, it That's really awesome. does feel good, so. We're going to take it to a small intermission. This is uh, your girl, Yo Callie. You're listening to Blood Talk TV. I'm here with Miss Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy. Awesome. Um, we're, we're listening to 2 Million, so definitely um, check us out for that. We're coming back with more juicy details, talk more about Miss Jane, talk more about her family, um, and, you know, get more personal. So stay tuned. Everybody trying to be somebody, I'm just trying to get wherever I'm going Moving and dabbing, maneuver through trenches to get from the bottom, yeah I come way too far to turn back now Gotta go walking back down You know what's up, you know what's up Stay down and came up, stay down and stay down and stay down and came up Stay down and came up, stay down and stay down and stay down and came up I stayed out and came up, stayed out and stayed out and stayed out and came up. I came up, I stayed out and came up, I came up, I stayed out and came up, hey. I came up, stayed down, never changed up. Little bitty boy with the fake cut from the lunchroom, never gave up. Hey, spin raps at the table. Now spin raps on the payroll. Def jam, but no so so. I'm in love, but it ain't with no coco. Hey. Set a trend and then forget it Skipping like I'm suspended When I look into the mirror Shit done started looking clearer I can see that I'm the realest Bounty if you know the number Swear that shit'll never change Everybody wants some fame I'm just trying to find my way Everybody trying to be somebody I'm just trying to get wherever I'm going Moving and dabbing, maneuver through trenches To get from the bottom, yeah, I come Way too far to turn back now Gotta go walking back down You know what's up, you know what's up, I Stay down and came up, stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. Stay down and came up, stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up, stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up. All I did was show. Never told much to buy my goals. Kept money moves on the low. Kept who I screwed on the low. She stay loyal, she'll come up too. She already know. I don't got problems showing no love to a stranger. Shit, they show the most. Go. Find somebody like me, you'll be back in a week cause you won't Ain't no replacement, my nigga, you see this with your eyes closed I'm about to blow up and glow up, so pour up and celebrate, bro I came, I came up Everybody tryna be somebody, I'm just tryna get wherever I'm going Moving and diving, maneuver through trenches to get from the bottom, yeah, I come Way too far to turn back now, gotta go all came back down You know what's up, you know what's up, I 
Stay down and came up. Stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. Stay down and came up. Stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up. Stay down and stay down and stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up. I came. I stay down and came up. But it's a lot of artists that when they doing their album, they shut down. No, don't call me. Don't ask me for. You have to be like a beast. You have to be a beast. That's the only way they respect you. I came up, came up, came up, came up, came up, came up, came up. Bikinis up there. Oh, I'm sure they're driving their daggers. Deep skate. Oh my god. I completely understand. I claim to be a mother of two. I'm not. I'm an aunt of two, but oh. Xavier and Matthew are my lovely sons, and they drive up the wall, but I love them to death. How old are they? Uh, Xavier is 12. He's a Cancer, and Matthew is six. He's a Gemini. <laughs> so it's like, and then the 12-year-old is literally my height, so he's like, let me pick you up. Honey, <laughs> just because I'm short doesn't mean I can't, like, discipline you, and you have to, like, you got to respect me. All right, auntie, and then walk away. So, so they love it. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and jump back in. Hey guys, it's your girl Yo Cat, and I'm here, Miss Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy. Hello. Um, if you haven't, or if you haven't followed me yet, please follow Blunt Talk TV at Blunt Talk TV on IG, Blunt Talk TV One on Twitter, and Blunt Talk TV Four on Facebook. Why not? Um, as well, follow the hashtag JustBCLT and follow Miss Jane's hashtag. I think it's VHF, is not? Yes. Yes, VHF. If not, go ahead and shop Virgin Hair Fantasy. They have great perukas that you will love and keep forever. Okay? It's a lifetime of those. No problem, love. So if you're listening to the show, you were um, catching us a little bit about Miss Jane. We're giving a little backstory. Now we're going to get a little bit personal. Tell me the truth. How was it growing up in a house full of sisters? Or I'm assuming it's all girls. Yeah, all girls. How was it? It was great. Um, I have to be honest. Because I was, I think I was three years older than, the, than my second sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always bigger than everyone else. Um, I left home at 16, though. So when they all kind of came in their own, I just left. I went to boarding school in London. So it was always, I would come home every six months. So all the fights, we had to halt it. Because I'm like, I'm about to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love me while I'm here. You know, we always do this thing. We're like, Jane's going to be gone soon. Let's just all get along while she's here. So it was always that every six yes. months. Yes. We were forced to, like, all that bickering, you know, not, you know, not so much. I love like, it. I jump on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how it was for a while till they moved, till I moved to the U.S. and then they moved to come stay with me. Uh, that was a whole different episode because they became, you know, they were teenagers and I had to kind of lay down the law. Right. But yeah, that I think when they all came to stay with me in um, in Atlanta when we first moved, it was a little different because they were like, oh, let's hop out. I said, no, mommy and daddy are not here. <laughs> we got curfews, you know. But we made it work. We had so much fun. We made it work. That's awesome. So are you the, you're the second oldest? Oldest. You're the oldest? Yes. Okay, and there's four others. Yes. Awesome sauce. That's amazing. So are you close to all four or is it like, okay. I'm close to all four um, because of the relationship we had growing up. Okay. Um, Now it's a different relationship because one's a mom, so we have a different connection. One, she has uh, four boys. I'm sorry, three boys and a girl. That's four kids. And then I have my other sister who's about to get married. So there's a different connection there. And then my two sisters single. So we all have like different relationships. Relationships. Okay. When we all come together, it's like the same. That is beautiful. Different things to vibe about. So family and then, you know, we can always be single on the 
well, we can't be single, but I can live through you. Right. <laughs> I can definitely get you with right. someone, you know, what's good. I love that. Um, I am one of five, like I mentioned, and okay. I have two sisters and two brothers. Oh, lovely. You're in the middle? Great mix. I'm a baby, believe oh, it or not. So I was spoiled growing up. It was either my way or the highway, and I wasn't having any other way. I so love it. It was bad. <laughs> and now that I'm an adult, um, it's kind of funny because we actually didn't bicker a lot in our household. I was a tomboy, so I felt like I could fight boys and girls. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> Quickly dropped that once my brother got into a fight. I was like, no, boys are strong. That's not going to be a thing. And, you know, my sister, she went off to college often. She went to Woodstone State um, University back in North Carolina. And so when she were to come home, it would be the complete opposite. It wasn't um, – you know, Tiffany's home, let's love her. It's more like, Tiffany's home, let's see what she's about to do. Like, <laughs> maybe she can watch the kids. <laughs> can she be the parent of the week? So that was her role. She hated it. She wanted to, you know, be young and free, hang out with her friends. Yep. I was her main responsibility. Oh, you had to. So growing up, she hated me. Now that we're adults, though, she loves me to death. That's my best friend. That's the best. I tell her all the time, like, I love it. And people who don't have um, siblings, I... I feel sorry for them on a little tip because you don't understand the bond that siblings have. Like, do or die, I know for a fact you have my back. Yeah. I know for a fact you keep all my secrets. I know for a fact you have the best interests at heart. Yeah. Even when you say things I don't want to hear. Right. I know you mean it because you love me because you wouldn't have said it. So it's amazing to have siblings um, and then the growth. She was actually a reason why I went to Winston because I was going to follow in her footsteps. She's a PA, so uh, her family business is medicine. My mom was a nurse, and her husband's a CNA, my brother's a CNA. So it was, are you going to do medicine for me? And I was like, um, I don't like blood. Uh, <laughs> if someone dies, I'm going to have a moment. Um, no. Babies are like raisins. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> it's not my thing. But I love talking to people. So they somehow or another talked me into being a counselor. I tried that for like three months. It's like, yeah, it's not going to work. I love people. I, I feel like I can help people. I'm just not old enough, I feel like. I need more wisdom. I got you. Um, especially dealing with the... the the uh, demographic that I was dealing with, it was low-income substance abuse. So it was really difficult trying to tell someone that they can get through the struggle when they're looking at me like, honey, are you a day or 12? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm actually 26. This is awkward. Um, so it was a little bit of a struggle, but the family wants to have a family business. And um, that's kind of why I want to speak with you about it because I am so against it. I am so against working with my siblings just because you just never know. I feel like siblings have the tendency to like overstep boundaries because without, we're blood. Without knowing. Exactly. Yes. With the without best knowing. intention. With the best intention. And that's when, no, I totally agree. It's it's a dangerous place. Mm -hmm. it could, it, it's work for, I mean, my husband and I work together. That's beautiful. Which, is, which a lot of people will tell you never to do <laughs> <laughs> that was actually one of my questions i was wondering because he's a chef i'm like could you guys like talking about flavors and colors together and making sauces in the kitchen like what Literally, are we that's what we do that is amazing that is exactly how our business is like it's we we're talking um different hairstyles for the season that's like, beautiful like so what are we doing that, you know jane you know i think you should stop doing the long hair for a while i'm like but it's fall he was like no but your clients they're not wearing 30 inches right no, we're they're, not. They're, they're doing 20, they're 22 inches maybe, but they're really doing 60 inches. These mm -hmm. are my conversations 
I have with my husband. That's beautiful. And then the next he goes to, I said, what's going on with the flavor? Because we're trying to introduce new seasonings going into, I think, January we're launching. I was like, we want to do like a flavor mix so people don't have to think about putting a dash of this. It needs to be all in one. one. Okay. So we're working on that. But it's all on one table. It's like, okay, we'll just tackle them one by one because that's our business. And then we have our kids that have a hairline. We're like, so what are we doing with that? So in those conversations, there's just so much to do. I, we don't really argue too much. When it comes to hair, he'll, he'll say, okay, you know, at the end of the day, you have to make that final decision because right. you know hair. And then when it comes to food, at the end of the day, you have to make that final decision right. because you're a chef. Right. And then when it comes to the kids, I we both decide together. There's never been a struggle for who's boss. Right. Genuinely it's know a team that who has the most information at the time is what we need to go by. And we always challenge each other. So if you don't think this is right, well, do you have any research to back it up? Like, did you do any kind of Google search or... And then when we have those conversations, the person who doesn't have the information kind of sits back. Right. Just naturally. Right. That's, That's beautiful. Just like it would be in a regular meeting with other professionals. Like when I would work at a shoe store and I'm talking to my other managers, it didn't matter if I was a store manager. If somebody said, you know, the customers don't really like this shoe, so we need to try to push another shoe. I'm like, how do you know? I have five people return it in the last 24 hours. Oh, wow. That's fact. Right. You don't argue with fact. No, you can't. Yeah, so my husband said, Jane, you know, we pulled the numbers and your 30 inches that you want to show every week is not selling. But you know what sells? 16 inches. We had, that was one of our biggest arguments about what lane to carry. He was like, Don't, let's not argue about it anymore. Let's do a survey. So we sent out a survey to our clients. Of course, he was right. The clients are like, you don't have a mouth for short hair. I was like, I Yo. No, they like to look at 30 inches, <laughs> but they want to buy. They're like, do you have that shorter? Listen, <laughs> like, that, that is... looks beautiful. But can I get it in an 18 inch? I'm like, what? what? The whole time I'm wasting my time. <laughs> 30 inches. And then I thought about it. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a 42 year old mom of three moving and shaking. So I'm like, I really want to get 30 inches. Practicality. Oh, no. This 10 inch right here is my life. <laughs> you know? So I think that was a moment for me where I was, at that moment, I think it was like nine years in the game. I was like, you know what? I don't care if you're a guy and you always do food, you know what's up. You know. And he sees it from a different perspective. I'm in it. So I'm like, I'm right. my decision is off based on the fact that I'm in it. Right. But, and a lot of times when you bring me in, like he wants to give a quote to a client for an event, I'm like, that's going to stress you out. We, when, you know. So he's like, ah. Like, he, I come from a fresh approach. I'm not cutting the onions. I'm not doing it. He's right, doing it. right. I, I come from more of a business. Right. Uh, you know, realistic standpoint than the artist. While I'm doing the hair as the artist, and he comes from a more... It's okay. different when you're in the in the kitchen or when you're doing it. It's like, okay, I'm just chopping up a few onions. It's not that big. It's like, wait a minute. In the grand scope of things, I'm it doing is. this. I'm doing that. I'm yeah. doing this. This is a lot. Yeah. That is beautiful that you guys can look into each other's worlds with complete transparency. And it's just like, I'm pushing you. I'm pushing you. I just want to be great. I just want to be great. I'm making this input, but it's all you. Like, I love that. I love that he's not trying to control the situation. That's amazing. I think it's because he has great work ethics. Like, if he were in a, in a setting, like, he's, he's worked for 20 years in food. So in any situation he's ever been in, which I realize because I've seen him work through, one of the reasons why I married him is because his work ethics. I just, I love work because I know I work hard. Right. I didn't want to be with somebody who didn't work hard because it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. You know, not working. So I 
he always respected his coworkers and based it on their knowledge. Like he's like one of those people who sees someone who's good at their job. He's like, oh, they're so good. And he has respect for that. Whether they're male, female, child, didn't matter. So it doesn't matter who the good is coming from. So naturally, he's going to be grateful when I have that good information. Right. Same with me. I see someone who's brilliant. I'm like, man, you're so brilliant. Like, that's intriguing to me. Hence the fact that I want to learn. That's why I always want to read. Because I'm like, I want to know who I want to And you know, oh my God, you're so smart. Like, that to me Tell as me, well. yeah. You know, that's what, not money, like, you know, brands. That doesn't move me. But you know something that's so brilliant in Brilliant. I like I that. I love that. That to me is wealth when you have knowledge, literally. I'm one of those people, um, they say, well, my friends always say I'm a real aggressive person. I'm, I say I'm passionate. Yeah. If I feel like I know something, I'm very passionate. But I'll be the first one to mum the word and shut my lips as soon as I don't know anything because uh-huh. now it's time for me to know, to learn. learn. So I'm just like, okay, well, what is it then? Like, tell me <laughs> yeah, some me stuff. Too. I'm not even going to fake it. I'm like, <laughs> Don't <laughs> teach me. Teach me what you do. So sure. I love that. I love that. And that's somewhat what I have with my, um, well, my sister tries. I will give her that. She does try to look inside my world and um, give me advice and stuff. And I'll commend her on that because I think, I don't want to say the age gap had a lot to do with it, but I feel like it does in a sense where for her it was go to school, did a degree, get that good job, you're set. For me, it's like go to school, see if it worked, create your own path, per- persevere. So for her, it's like, okay, I like the fact that you're self-motivated. I like the fact that you're an entrepreneur, that you'll get up and go, that you'll do everything you know, based off your work ethic. I can take that from me you know, to put into her world. But when it comes back to the stuff that she can put into my world, I'm just like, we don't have that good old transparency. It's not that open because, again, I guess she either doesn't know too much or doesn't feel comfortable enough to educate herself. But I like that. I find it really important, especially if it's um, a family relationship or even a personal relationship with someone that you love, to have that transparency. Because how are you going to grow? You spend a lot of time with him. You spend a lot of time with your family. So you want to have those stimulating conversations. For sure. I mean, the truth of the matter is if it doesn't, I know it's rare. I know it's rare. I talk to enough people. I read enough books. I'm around, you know, enough information to know that it's rare. So every single day, if he's not saying it, I'm saying it. I'm so grateful for you in my life. Like not even on no, oh, you lovey dovey. We're more like really good business. Like, I really, really like, like you. Know, like sometimes, you know, I tell him, I say, you and I have such a dope business relationship. Sometimes I feel like it's even better than the marriage because the marriage is great. But nine times out of ten, we're in business, like literally back and forth. And sometimes we fight in the marriage. But when we're at work, we need to get to work. So the business actually, in a sense, helped our marriage because when it comes to work, it's like a no, just like tough it up, get yeah. it done kind of guy. And right. I'm a tough it up, get it done kind of girl. Right. Like you sit, you wipe your nose, you get to work. There's no feelings in this. There's no feelings in work. So I've, I've already. I've been that way for years, and he was that way. So as soon as we got married, and did the, it's the same thing. Right. Like at work, I'm like, we're gonna do this today. Or are you? Are you, we, are you good? Kind of <laughs> I <laughs> love that. that. I say because the attitude don't pay bills. Okay. <laughs> you know, we, are we good? Can we, can we talk? Good? And then you go, yeah, I'm good. Oh, I'll go. I'm okay. Let's get this done. Like, but still mad. <laughs> but. The work is done. But it's good because you break that initial <laughs> tension. So once the work is done. Because then you realize, you find, like, is this fight going to lead to business? 
or sales. Oh, it's not. Okay, it's work. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> it. Just the feet. Let's go. <laughs> I love like, it. I'm getting out with the kids. It's like I'm like. I gotta Let's make some this. stuff. I gotta make something shake. <laughs> I'm like, this podcast is gonna be awesome. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love the support that you guys have. I definitely want that in my own personal life. And I want someone I to balance that. that. Yeah, it helps. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we're a great team. And it makes it, it just makes doing it more fun. Yes, you know? It, does. It, it really, like I was telling him, I was like, oh, I don't wanna leave you and the kids. And he's like, oh, we're just all good. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Come on with me. I texted you back, I'm like, can we do this thing? Yeah, it makes. I mean, I, I took I took a lot of years to decide if I wanted to bring my kids on social media, but I was like, if I'm gonna do this and be mom, I need to do it all together. I love so it. I love fun. your presence. I love the presence of mm-hmm. you and your husband and you and your family. Because, like you said, if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it all. What better way for me to really get to know the person who's making me beautiful than to know? Who you are? Yeah, I'm like I'm a you mom know? with children and a husband and a whole situation going on. I'm like I don't want you to. Pay it's me. relatable. Yeah, I'm like I'm doing carpool and doing you know I drink my I drink reader. my coffee yeah. <laughs> in the carpool line. I go yeah. to PTA meetings. I'm oh, a normal person. Like, I, I I do all of these things and I'm still and I'm gonna be glammed up next week. Red lipstick and have on an on an unattainable look. But that's for pictures. Right. But then you see me in the next minute with the same makeup, trying to look like a current look at my kids. So it, Love it's, it. it's just transparent, you know, because I don't know how to fake it, really. Um, because I don't know how you're going to catch me. You may catch me one day, you know, in the grocery store. No it is. I want you to be used to that thing. <laughs> so a lot of my clients are like, you show the hair. I, say, I show you with makeup, without makeup, hair, car makeup. Glam makeup, professional makeup. So you know who you're going to be, which one. The average woman is not getting up every day and putting on a face full of makeup, no. lashes, it's, and blame. They're not. They're not. They're doing not. It. You're not doing it. Literally, this morning when I woke up and I put on makeup, it was because I wanted to do a photo shoot throughout the day. It was strategic. Right. On a normal day, no. No. What? None of you have to do carpool, run around, homework, cook dinner. If you have to cook dinner, mm-hmm. homework on top of that, run your business. It's not realistic. No. It's not realistic. So I like the fact that you are genuine about what you're doing. It's like I don't know how people can, like, it's easier. And then I don't even think it was, but it's a great marketing, you know, strategy because it makes me believe I can see myself in that style. Exactly. If I'm a woman on the go and I see that you're always dialed up, that's not practical for me. It's not me. I like that. Period. I like that. Um, Do you have any, I guess, jewels or tips that you can pass on to a young entrepreneur? 100%. Um, if it, whether it is uh, strictly business related or even beauty related. Um, um, I think as an entrepreneur, as much as you, first of all, you have to search for knowledge. Um, I, when I meet people, they're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Oh, it's just so much out there. A lot of it is free that you can. You can Google how to do it. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're a beauty, if you're in any business that you're in, there are people that have been successful doing it. And they all, most of them have written books. Most of them have a podcast about them. Most of them right. have an article about them. Be obsessed with that person's work. Read about what they've done. Nine times out of ten, people that do good, they tell you what they did. Like, you literally have to listen. Gary Vee's my guy. He's amazing. He's amazing. I love him so much. Like, he'll tell you exactly what to do and how you need to do it for mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. And then you read his books and you're good to go. So, I, I, at first, when I started as an entrepreneur, I wanted to have a mentor. I'm like, oh, man. And I asked a few people to mentor me. 
and they all turned me down and I'm so glad they did too and I was like oh my god they were like no we're too busy and I was like so how am I gonna learn and then that fueled me to find other ways I was like wait I can read a book. <laughs> I don't need you. I have a mentor 24-7. I and, like that. And, and that's what I do. I just read. I read. I read a lot of Brian Tracy, uh, Gary Vee's a new one I added to the roster. Tracy. Um, yeah, Brian Tracy. And then Michael Gerber, this new one. The truth of the matter is you just read like six good books and you're good to go. But as much as I read those kind of books, I also read books about my spirit. Um, just because those books help balance me out. Because, you know, I, Brian Tracy is all about business, business, business. But right. Brian Tracy also has, like, a book called The Psychology of Selling, which talks about the spiritual part about selling, where it's not just A, B, C. It's more like a feeling. You need that. It's a great book. So I'm like, wait. So it's not just me knowing. Like, when I sold shoes, I felt like I had to know the parts of a shoe to sell it. No. Brian Tracy tells you in The Psychology of Selling, you have to feel like you know it. Customers, they, they will not hear anything you're saying if you just feel it. So I'm like, oh, so I can just fake it. Hence, I was able to sell wigs and I didn't go to hair school. Till this day, I don't have a degree. Because your passion transparent. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody cares about the terms. Really? Like, who cares? That's a big fact. Yeah. That is a big fact. I was just telling my guy Osho, um, he had an event Bush Fest, and he was talking about getting um, advertisement to the show. And I was like, well, Use what you know. You know you're gathering a good 50 to 100 people to one location. You know that it's a collective event for arts and crafty individuals. Well, there you go. Go find you an artsy, crafty, you know, company, whether it's like Michael's or something, let them know. You can guarantee 500 or, excuse me, 50 to 100 people to at least look at your booth or buy something from your booth or even want to get something from Michael's. They won't know if they actually go to Michael's, but they know if they have an opportunity to have that sale. So it's like, you're gonna have to lie a little bit, but it's not, I don't see it as a lie. I see it as telling an elaborate truth. Because mm-hmm. not, these things are not gonna happen. Things are definitely gonna happen. And they're, you're gonna believe that they're happening. You're gonna experience the happiness. That is what you're pushing for. Yeah. Yes, that's what you're pushing for. I and, like that. And I think that's what that book did for me, the psychology of selling. It's just, it's more of a spiritual thing. Just like this new book I'm reading, it talks about from chapter one till the end, it talks about just being a fierce entrepreneur and, and breaking your business down into like different, and then at the end it, it tells you, are you happy now? Like you've done all this, mm. now you're this perfect entrepreneur. Are you happy? I'm like, what are you trying to Don't. do to me? <laughs> you trying to make me question me, question myself. Lord. But that, and, and then I sat there and I, and, and I was like, but am I happy I'm now? Am I happy? Is this what I really want? Like this on the go, go, go. And then it made you think about ways to still do the work that you do, but have more time to yourself. Oh, Shut the front door and kick me like, out of it. I didn't even realize I wanted this kind of freedom. And you know what? That's what a lot of people don't realize. Like when you see the uprising to fame really quickly and then out of nowhere they get like the depression and they get the anxiety and stuff. It's like... Because you thought that this dollar sign was going to make you happy, but are you happy now? Yeah. No. That's why this book does. It, just, it just shook me to my core. I was like, oh. I'm like, I'm reading you again. You that, mean, you know, it's such a good book. We're going to share these gems before I go. I got to write this down because I need these books in my life. I, that really touched home for me. Me too. And that's really going to affect some people back home when I sell them that because that's, that's the big thing. If you're not happy, what are you doing it? Why are you doing it? It just is a perfect timing because right before our busiest time in, 
for Christmas, and then the whole time I'm about to launch this new line of hair, and I'm like, which hairstyles can I execute the least stress, like stress-free hair? So it, my collection literally went from 12 wigs to four mm. after reading the book. I was like, I'm not doing, because of the stress level. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna be able to deliver this. It's the holiday. I scratch them all off, and I'm focusing on the style that I can execute being honest with the client, they'll get it on time, and I can spend time with my children and my husband for the holidays. Unapologetically. I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm so proud of myself. They even have that, uh, I want to say gumption, but just the know-how to scratch something off your list. Like, that's literally my hardest part. Like, having to go back and check things off and scratch things off. Because I always scratched off and then I rewrite it. Oh, I'm the same way. Scratch all that rewrite. I'm like, I have to commit to the decision. So that's awesome that you're like, you know what? I'm not going to think about it. One, two, three, four. I'm down to four. Because it, it, the book allowed me to detail what made me really, like, literally, this is, this. I've not discussed, like, I've always wanted to be a wig maker, but this book just opened my eyes a whole, like, this is all last week. So my head is going, like, fixing things and changing things. Yeah. And I'm like. My number one priority as of last week wasn't to be a successful mother. I didn't even know that was a word. Like, I'm a, I'm a mother. That's what well, I am. No. You are, there's a difference between a mom and a successful mom. Okay. So this book switched my whole, my whole thing. I'm like, I want to be a great mom and I want to be a successful entrepreneur. No. Now I want to be a successful mom and a great entrepreneur. Huh. Because one success for me is higher my children right. i'll never get this priority again. right you know the business i could start a business it'll fail i'll start another one over again and it'll be a new one all right over but my i have one chance with my children to get it to right be an yep. impression and if i fail there's no coming back from that that's beautiful that's cr that's amazing how constructions can just shift right there one like, book that's amazing one book i was like are you kidding me Being and then that just motivates you so much more job. like oh I said, no, I will not be making that, that wig. No, I can't do it. I can't do it in six weeks because it's going to stress me out. It's going to stress you out. I don't even want your money for that. I will be able to do this. Yeah. In three days. <laughs> and you'll love it. And yeah. you'll wear more than I'm sure. Then you like it. And I have more time with my family. Yeah. And This is going to be my best Christmas with my children, period. And I cannot wait. And that's just beautiful because it's going to go back to the fact that you do this because it makes you feel good yeah so it's gonna be a little extra doses of feel good that you so won't even oh i'm so happy oh for you i'm gonna jump in the cage like oh, that's so <laughs> awesome that's so awesome that is beautiful i am i'm excited to get to that point in my career because i'm still getting small gratification just like today coming here Girl, it's after amazing you read you be good after you read i'm telling there's a okay just don't take Eat my it. word for it after you read that, your head will spin <laughs> twice. Like, it's just crazy. And I'm like, it's the one book, I think that's the same book that they asked uh, Warren Buffett. They're like, so what's the book? Him and Bill Gates, they're like, oh no, you got, that's the one book they both recommended Amen. that you read. Like, I'm like, I get it, I get it. I got you. Say no more. I get it. Say no more. You I'm gonna get that. You gotta get that email. If you've been listening, you have to get it. It's been talked about by all the billionaires. <sighs> Honey. I'm gonna get that book because I'm about to have my life changed. I need a good turnaround for the season, so it's right on time. Too. I was searching for something. I needed. I had read um, this book called um, "The Subtle Art of Not Giving." I heard about that. You can't just hear about it. I gotta read that. that book. 
Oh man, yes. that was, you know, that was such a good. Oh, I was like, oh, this book is so awesome. That man. title right there oh, is just honey. Such a, such a good book. Such a good. Because I'm quick with a. Hmm, I'm quick with the. I don't give a hoo hoo. But man, yeah, this book will probably tell you good job. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. Yeah. Okay, I got two books. Such I'm definitely gonna lock down. I promise such you. Such a good book. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much thank for sitting you. down with me. This I has been a good time. Me too. <laughs> I've been so, oh my God. I have so many jewels to take home, so many good books to read. Yes. And I'm glad that I'm not the only one. I think it's really important for young entrepreneurs, especially young black women, to hear that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to get confused. It's okay to get, you know, You'll lack of motivation. There's never an end to figuring it it's out. It's okay to not having it figured out. Just keep going. That's the part. That's the part. I've, I've seen so many people get distracted by, you know, either launching a something and the launch not going too well, so you're not going to do it anymore. No, keep, like, keep going. going. Keep going. So that is beautiful. And and knowing that it is possible, because I thought for a moment it was not possible and he was not out there, but God is working on him. It is possible to find a loved one that can help you balance, if not help you elevate that is what true. you're doing in life you on so many them. fronts. Make sure they have good work ethics first. That's what you need. I need matching work ethics. First. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before, so you, you already vented them, you know, before you even meet them. Like, like work ethics. If they calling out at work. It's a no-go. <laughs> test them. Right? So you're going out, partying, call out at work. And if, they, if that conversation is like, what? Call out? That's the one. <laughs> they go, yeah, I'm just going to call in. Woo, run away. <laughs> because they're gonna lose their job. Yeah, and, you know, that's just what it is. This is real life thought that's happening. I believe that. I believe that. If they call out at one job, that's it. A guy who doesn't call out doesn't call out. Period. Because then, yeah, man, a guy who calls out is the same that won't get overtime. If he wants calls extra out days once, off, run once. It doesn't matter if he calls out. What once, if it's a sick day, Jay? It doesn't matter. Ooh, a you sick day or not. It don't matter. The guy who goes to work when he's sick, that's who you need to find. Because it's going to get that mm. bad where you need him to be a man, even when he's sick. Mm. Period. Just still pull up I remember my, my, my husband was, we were out partying at 5 o'clock in the morning when I first met him. I wasn't going to call out because I don't call out. That's period. People who know me and my job, he didn't know that about me. We're just dating. And then I was like, so you're going to call out? Because that's my little test in my head. Because I was trying to make sure he was He was right. a good guy, yeah. I was like, so you're going to call out? He was like, no, are you calling out? I was like, uh, no. He was like, I was gonna say, we don't, we don't do call outs. We show up. I was like, codependent on the other person's relationship. So if I call out, it's okay because you got me. Which adult was calling out though? Which uh, are you? Are you calling out right now? If mm-hmm. you were sick, when you you still I'm gonna go. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna have to send me home before I do something crazy. You just put you, you know, put your stuff on and let's go. That's beautiful. So you need that. So people like, oh, I didn't know. Yes, you knew. Test him while you're dating that before you get committed. I'm not. That's a good testie. I'm gonna use that one. So you calling out work tomorrow? ethics. I'm going to pull that one. Y'all didn't hear that, but I'm going to pull this test. I swear, <laughs> I'm going to pull that test. That it has worked for me, things. man. Because till this day, we, we've had some... We've been married 11 years. We have That's never beautiful. had an argument about work ethics. Not That's yet. beautiful. Because it was the same work ethics I met him doing. He's still the same workaholic, busting it every day. 
And that's what you want. If you work hard, you want someone else that works hard with you. Yeah. Period. I'm just asking you to do what I, you know, put it in what I put in. Especially on some forever. If you're gonna be for a long term thing, like we can figure all that other stuff out later. We have the rest of our lives. So death do us part, you know. So we had some time, but right now I get you. You can't teach an adult good work. Anymore. You can't. You cannot. You can't. You'll be fighting a losing battle. I feel like it's something you're born into. Like you have to grow into it. And you that. grow into it with your first job, second job, that call I know. But then at like a twenty something, thirty. Even sometimes family too. Like family influence up a lot to do with. I realized if your family is used to just being lackadaisical, not really grinding or hard work for you, just you know that's what you're used that's to. That's true. I've come from a hustler family. My mom has been an entrepreneur. My dad's been an entrepreneur. So all their kids, there is no broke. My sisters all own businesses. My mom still right now. My mom is in Dubai, probably on the corner trying to negotiate her way out of some. Some hajis. No, literally, she's in Dubai right now. Probably hiding down the price. She's been doing that for 40 years. That's my dad is running a hotel, you know, struggling with it, but he's fighting, trying to make sure it's right. But um, he's hustling. And these guys are in their 60s. So, uh, so why can't you? That's my entire family. Mm. Nobody sits at home, sleep. No. Get it done. Sleep is what? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. It's your girl, Yo Khaled. I'm here with Miss Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy. Go ahead and tell the people where they can find you. The Virgin Hair Fantasy on Instagram, the Virgin Hair on Twitter, and the Virgin Hair Fantasy on Facebook. Lovely. <laughs> follow her, follow her, follow her. She's a lovely array of designs for perukas um, short, long, curly, red, green. All types of stuff, honey. She had to look for everybody, even the woman on the go. Um, as well, follow me at Blunt Talk TV. Follow me at JustBe.Underscore Underscore. And as well, follow the hashtag JustBeCLT. Thank you and stay locked. You've been listening to your featured artist to a million.